0: High school football for you this Friday night. Levitt at home against Lake Region on 92.7. Mountain Valley hosting Madison on 100.7. And Edward Little Lewiston video stream on Saturday afternoon at noon pregame on 105.5 a.m. 1240 a.m. 780. Get all the schedules. See where you can listen and watch. You'll have video for the Levitt game and for the Lewiston El game. Just go to mbr.org dot org or one hundred five sports dot com. Cal Oaks joins us now from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky and in the Sun Journal every other week, including this week, where basically you know he t- he tells people that the Red Sox are it's over. It's all, I mean it's basically
1: over. it's over. Just just kind of I mean I, I respect all, fear none. I guess is the. Uh, the Approach I'm taking with this, I didn't I didn't see anything in the in the ALCS or the NLCS or anything before that in the playoffs to, to make me overly worried about this series. I, I do think the Dodgers are uh, an upgrade in a lot of areas from from the three teams the the Sox have beaten in the past, and you know I like to put it in as much historical perspective as possible. And even though it's not been that many years, sometimes it's easy to forget. But I think those uh, those were Pretty good situations for the Red Sox going into those series. Uh, a lot of a lot of non-threatening offenses. A lot of lineups with holes in them. I don't see the holes in the Dodgers lineup. In fact, they got they got guys off the bench that can that can put it out. So uh, there's some some things to clearly uh, be concerned with, but uh, not not overly concerned. I, I like obviously uh, the way this season has played out from April to October, and uh, we'll see how it goes over this final week.
0: See, I, I just, I feel so strongly that the Red Sox are winning this series. Like, I'm hoping against hope for the rest of it. I just, there's nothing. Everything that I've watched, there, there's certain you can tell when a team has that it right when things are kind of yeah. breaking its
1: way. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's where I'm coming at with, with yeah. this, and, and and even when they. And even when things don't go well from the start, I mean, I, I'm fully convinced that Dodgers can win either game one or game two in Fenway, and then, of course, there will be people panicking. And, you know, I, I guess that's my point is, like, maybe maybe they have earned the right not to have everybody panic after, <laughs> after splitting the first two at home if it should go that way. Uh, because, uh, as you say, they have the it factor. They, they seem to be uh, as resilient a group as, as, as I've seen. Uh, Cora seems to be the right fit for, for you know, and I, I would I would argue that Farrell after 2013 was never the right fit, <laughs> and uh, you know everything everything every indicator is that this shouldn't be uh, this shouldn't be that stressful a series, but uh, you know I, I don't I don't see it going seven. I I, I think it could it, it could make it back to Boston for a game six, but. Uh, I think, I think all all, things, all signs are pointing to a good result for Boston.
0: If this team does win the World Series this year, my only hope is that they do win it in Boston so that these fans can finally see one one in, in Fenway. You know
1: what I mean? Oh, well, they did. They did in uh, oh, 13, that's, yeah, 13. Yeah,
0: 13. That's that, right.
1: That, that, that one That one came Damn back it. And, and they, they won it in six. Well, oh, yeah, no. no first, that's right. The first right. two were four, yeah. four games. The first yeah, two were in the, the National box, League. The call was oh, yeah. the first time in 95 years. Like he was, you know, yeah. like it was the first one they'd won or something. Or right, some yeah. Ways, dude.
0: It was, it was, that's right. You're, 100, you're 100% You're one correct. I had to, D, that's right. Yeah. I, had, D,
1: it was I, I forgot.
0: I scrubbed the entire 2013 playoffs for my mind. <laughs> like, I wiped the whole thing. Right after that security guard raised his hands in the air and Tory Hunter went into the bullpen. That was kind He's of it for me. Right? It was that over. That was pretty much the end of that series. And that's kind of why I, I look at this team right now. And, you know, whether it was all the stuff with the Yankees that kind of went right in that series and all the stuff that went right in the Houston series and even when stuff goes wrong for them it seems to go right for them based off of the fallout from what goes wrong i just it reminds me of troy brown being knocked out on the sidelines for the patriots in 2001 when his helmet was on the on the out of bounds line but his his the ball was on his feet so he was out of bounds so the patriots ended up beating the bills on the road in 2001 like that's when you were like wait a minute you know between that and the Tucker, it wasn't just that and the Tucker rule that year there were multiple games where you're like man Things just I mean, broke so, right.
1: I think it's just so easy to see the parallels with with the previous Red Sox championship teams too. The fact that the acquisitions, both the ones in the off season and the ones in season, have been have all hit the hit the nail on the head. I mean, in thirteen, I mean, I think the key was Shane Victorino. He was the, he was the key acquisition, certainly. Gomez uh, was big on that team as well, but. Uh, just uh, obviously, JD was the linchpin there, but just the, the the minor ones they picked up. Steve Pierce has been nothing but clutch. Uh, you Kinsler, know, Ken, you know, people people crap on him, but he's had his moments with this team, and uh, it is, it, and and even you know another parallel I see is guys like you know John Lackey for several years was uh, he, he just took brutal abuse and rightfully so from Sox fans, but that year. And certainly down the stretch that season, he, he came on and pitched well, and I think what Price did the other night was reminiscent of that for me. So uh, I I see a lot of a lot of similarities.
0: What would Dave Roberts? I asked I asked this question earlier of someone, so I, I want to ask it of you. What would Dave Roberts have to do in this series to get you to hate that guy?
1: Yeah, I don't. think he would. <laughs> I mean, I've I've always been pretty consistent of. I don't even hate johnny damon i mean i would have been pretty consistent with it if you were part of that 2014 you get a lifetime pass i mean i really that one of them would have to be convicted of a felony i think (laughs) to, to maybe bail on them but other than that i don't see anybody or any scenario that would uh you know maybe maybe if uh Maybe if there's a bench-clearing brawl that involves Manny Machado and uh, and and Dave Roberts is, a, is, is instigates it in some way, maybe I could change my mind. But I don't see that. So I, I don't see that happening. He's just uh, he's just too cool for school. that guy.
2: That's too bad. That really that really irks me. I agree me. with him. I'm ditto. I'm in ditto.
1: I mean, no. seriously. I mean, that that was that 2004 team. I mean, you, it's impossible to overstate what. You know <laughs> what it would have meant to me personally after, oh, sure. after growing up with that, and and you know if you were if you were part of that that train, uh, you're, you're you're on it for life.
0: Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. I, on the other hand, look at 2004 as the end of days, basically. So, right. Yeah, I mean, that I, was
1: that's sort of when there was this seismic shift. I mean, and if you that's think true. about it, if if this comes to fruition, that's that's four four since. Two thousand four and what? The Yankees got one in that time. Right? Yeah,
0: and I b- I barely even count that one because that was just like that was that was
1: a weird year. Wasn't it was it was a
0: really really like, weird year? Like that that really honestly they should have lost it that year and somehow they came yeah. through it. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I, I
1: thought I I kind of felt like the Phillies <laughs> the Phillies were the best team in that era. Certainly, the Phillies and the Giants were sort of they they sort of owned that that space between the two uh, the two red, the the oh seven and the thirteen Red Sox titles. Uh, yeah, it seemed kind of out of the blue for them
0: to win it that year. So. Talking with Cal Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic down in Kentucky. Um, we're ex- expecting snow tonight in some spots of Maine, which I'm oh, very, very excited about. I, I assume I you're not. Maps. You,
1: yeah. know, you know, when you see a, a snow map of Maine yeah, you never know whether it's somebody just being a jerk and, and trying to trying to get people oh, to yeah. get under their skin or if it's real. But I, everything I've been able to see the past uh, 24 hours, we did. So. And then, of course... Then you got the people that say uh, global warming. Uh, right, yeah. Or, or vice versa. Or they're, they're trying to use it as an example of, of, to defend it. I'm like, y'all, it snowed before Halloween when I was a kid yeah. many times.
0: It did do it that. Snowed,
1: it snowed before Halloween five years ago. <laughs> This is not an abnormal situation in Maine. It's why I finally walked out the door. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, no. Nope, I mean, we're good. We're good. I'm all set with that. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. yeah, it happens. It'll it'll melt and y'all you will have your football games this weekend and everything on a nice dry field. Yeah,
0: be nice and nice and frozen, you know. Mm. It's a good it's a good way to do that. Talking with Cal. No, I mean,
1: I covered uh, I covered football games in November that had snowbanks around the field, uh, you know, games that were postponed until Monday and Tuesday, uh, you know, championship games. So this, this is not unheard of. You're, you just it doesn't surprise me at all.
0: all right. Yeah, I know. It doesn't surprise me either. It just disgusts me a little bit still, it,
1: Yeah, it's it's thoroughly disgusting. And, yeah. it's, and the only proper response is to be disgusted.
0: My yeah own. fully yeah. fully disgusted just yeah, straight up disgusted
1: complete utter disdain and disgust uh boy oh boy How about those Patriots, though huh 38, was... 38 points in four consecutive games like I mean, it's only happened a handful of times
0: and they're still trying to get it they're, they're still not good they're yeah. still not they're, they're 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 I was just about to ask that like this they the defense still isn't straight yet because they're still having breakdowns and it's not like long drives like I actually feel a little better this year like than it's big not they're playing players. NFL
1: quarterbacks. They're facing right. Mitchell Trubisky.
0: Right. <laughs> Who's now 2006 Michael Vick, apparently.
1: I mean, the, the, these last couple of draft classes, quarterback-wise, have not been good. I mean, I saw something today, a story alluding to, like, the worst quarterbacks in the league right now are four rookies and Tannehill. <laughs> right. Statistically. I mean, the. There, there was a while there where rookies were almost, it was almost like bait, pitchers in baseball where they came out of the shoot and when nobody had any information on them and they would like light it up and it's not happening with NFL quarterbacks anymore. It's like, it's almost like that spread era ended where they caught up with that, you know, and don't get me started on the Colin Kaepernick thing because the reason he's not in the NFL largely is because people caught up with that. Um, but it, it's almost like now these pros, there, there, there aren't any pro style quarterbacks that can come in and, and, and contribute immediately. It, it, they're just not ready for what they're going to see from NFL defense. And even in the second year, as, as Trubisky showed the other day, I mean, he made some throws, but it was because of lapses in the secondary. I mean, I don't think anything the Bears did in that game was, was so much what they were doing and what the Patriots weren't doing. But, yeah, I mean, I think there's time to patch that up, and obviously without uh, with some new new cooks uh, stirring the soup there in, in terms of uh, defensive, defensive coaches without Patricia. Yeah, it's, it's a different story, but they'll get it. And uh, certainly the offense that we were all crying about the first two weeks uh, has, has come around since the return of Edelman, the acquisition of Gordon, uh, even without Gronkowski, uh, even without Michelle, I mean, I think James White has figured his role. I mean, he stepped it up without Deion Lewis. Now that, you know, he's, he's that one guy in that spot who can uh, who can contribute in multiple ways. And uh, you know, I really like I really like the trends there. And speaking of really liking the trends in those first two games, how about the Jacksonville Jaguars? Isn't it great how teams build up that early season September game? With the Patriots, as if it's the freaking Super Bowl, and then they completely collapse after winning it. I love it year after Every year, Every year. year, invariably. I remember Josh McDaniels Broncos team. They they beat the Patriots in overtime. They started six and zero. They were going to be the next big thing, and then over the next year and a half, they couldn't even get out of their own way. So, um, you know, I, I love when that happens. No, the, the, the Houston Texans wearing their varsity jackets and coming into town. That they were another one. They're, 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 I love that. And I, just year after year the Patriots just keep cranking it out.
0: Uh it's true. It's one hundred percent. It's in every year we get suckered. You know, oh they're not good this year. I yeah. don't know, this could be
1: it. I mean when have they had other than the eighteen you know when have they had a good September, really? Yeah <laughs> you know, during this run. It's never it's never good. Yeah, you know, there's there's always that one did the the Monday night loss to the Chiefs teach us nothing? I mean, <laughs> I feel like it was the I same feel reaction like... this year when they went down to Jacksonville on a nationally televised game and got spanked by a team that obviously had motivation to to administer the spanking.
2: Right. No, it's <laughs> And so... what's happened
1: to them since? They've gone one and four. So.
0: Right, and and they they benched their quarterback for an hour on a Monday, apparently. Yeah. Which and, I don't, you know, I don't know what that's and, all yeah,
1: about. Yeah, because Cody Kessler is the answer because he's proven it time and Cro-
0: time. Well, I mean, he straightened out the 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 Browns. I mean, they were. Oh,
1: yeah, I mean, he really fixed them. mess before that. Yeah,
0: he got them. He got them yeah. completely. I, I, going. I
1: move now that Browns games should just be ten minutes long to save everybody the stress. By the way, I mean, I, I think obviously. Uh, I
0: think we should stop end. letting them kick extra points. They should. They
1: have that to go too. to two
0: points. Yeah.
1: That, that too.
0: I like that idea. Oh,
1: yeah, and, and another another thing that I like is when when Gostowski went through his slump a couple of years ago, break saying, boy, it's too bad we couldn't have a kicker like Justin Tucker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many people are saying that today? Yeah, not so much. <laughs> I, you yeah. know, if you wait long enough and are patient with the Patriots and the way they do business, you realize it's probably the optimum way to do business. <laughs> oh, man. It's like these Raiders fans. They, you know, they traded Amari Cooper. They traded Khalil Mack. How can you do that? Because they've watched how the Patriots do business. (laughs) Yeah, they realize that paying non-quarterbacks a crap ton of money is not the way to go. Doesn't work. Get rid of them and get value. Well, we
2: we said a couple weeks ago the Patriots would have never gotten into the situation that the Giants have gotten into with Odell Beckham. You pay him oh, no, way too much money. Now you got to put up with him. You can't
1: trade him. He's you know, stupid. and then you and then your your owner, your general manager, cry about him in the media. And you know what does that accomplish?
0: It's <laughs> okay. like, hey, Crazy. you're the one who signed him, idiot. Then he
1: starts turning it around on you, making it political. And what do you do? Your hands are tied.
0: <laughs> hmm crazy that's exactly what happened too you know and that's exactly what you could have seen happening when as soon as they decide I mean they did the right thing by drafting Barkley a lot of people are like oh they should have drafted Darnold or Rosen or whatever no because whatever quarterback they drafted behind that offensive line was going to get murdered this year yeah. okay yeah I mean we Might as know well be Eli. we I'm know enjoying what that. Nate Solder is okay and it ain't great okay he was good wow. in the system but without Dante Skarnakia no. Okay, we've seen this the last few years. So go ahead and sign for your $62 million. It's
2: like a turnstile. Yeah,
1: he And the is. Patriots did with, with Josh Gordon exactly what they've always done, what they did with Randy Moss. The only time they've ever had a great wide receiver on their roster is when it's somebody that needed them more than they needed that person. Right. <laughs> I mean, Josh Gordon needs the Patriots way more than the Patriots needed him, even after week two. Okay.
0: And I bet he'd admit that more than anything because when when he's had the interviews and they've talked about, you know, how is it so far, he talks about the system. You don't hear about Josh Gordon being late to meetings anymore.
1: You don't hear about his first comment after that Thursday night game was, Wow, it's it's good to be just another guy. Rather than have to be the guy. Right. Because there's pressure in being the guy. And when there's pressure on a guy like Josh Gordon, he has problems. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he has, he's having... He his has personal pressure. demons will crop up quicker than ever.
0: He feels the pressure trying to be a guy, and the Browns are like, we need you to be the guy. And the Reds, and the Patriots are like, look, we just need you to be a guy, okay? So just come in here and be a guy. And amazingly, it's worked so The Patriots, it's, it's the
1: Patriots have only had one guy that needs to be the guy, and they've had him for 18 years, and he doesn't feel that pressure. He's very yeah. obviously impervious to it.
2: Yeah, and he's you the know? best ever.
1: Even even Rob Gronkowski is just a guy they won a super bowl two years ago without him in the lineup okay he's just a guy you know every time he gets hurt and people panic i'm like what are you talking about
0: (laughs) yeah you should be used to that by now right like that's the way i look at it i don't know that's that's just how i look at it you are you excited that drew pomerans is on the roster though uh, oh,
1: thrilled. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that. I saw that this morning. I'm like, well, I guess you could justify having another lefty. I guess in this baseball economy where you need 15 pitchers on your 24-man roster yeah. or 25 or whatever the heck it is now, I guess I can understand that move. But, uh, wow. Well, yeah, I... My, my hope and prayer is that he never sees the light of day. In this series.
2: Yeah, we said they're going to try not to use him. I think that was the deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe a situational left-hander against left-hander, which, I, again, I don't even think is a big deal. I, I, I'm so glad the Brewers didn't make it. I mean, it has, it has nothing to do with my allegiances as a Red Sox fan. Just, it just represents everything that's wrong with where baseball is headed right now. It's all, it's all statistical-based. It, none of it's gut. None of it's dealing with the human element. It's just okay. We're going to play games, and we're going to start a guy having pitched the one hitter, and then you know, maybe get the lefty, uh, get the lefty on lefty, or righty on righty, or whatever. Ah, it drives me nuts.
0: <laughs> it's true though. Just You're,
1: play, yeah. Just play and just swing the freaking bat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. The good news is there's two there's two good news scenarios around this whole World Series. One, there is no Angel Hernandez or Joe West. Okay,
1: that's not the flaw.
0: Okay, so that 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 is that element is out of it. Okay, so I think that's nice. I think that's that's good. And also, if the rating if the ratings are good, like people will say that baseball's not dying. But if the ratings aren't great, if they struggle. By the way, they are going to miss a huge. They're going to dodge a huge bullet because they don't have to go up against the uh, the Miami game. Uh, wh- who's playing? Oh, Miami Houston Thursday night. They don't have to go up against that Miami Houston game because I know that one will be a big ratings bonanza. Um, so that's good news.
1: Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, that, yeah, I mean, it puts Major League Baseball on the spot because you, it would be hard to imagine a, a more high profile, you know, Yankee Dodgers, you the same, I guess. Uh, but it would be hard to imagine a better setup, uh, a bigger ratings Bonanza on paper now and now you got to go out and prove it. And And if the ratings are low, yes, it is an indication that people are tuning out a little bit. but I mean I mean, how much do ratings in sports mean anymore? There's so many different ways to access it now. I mean that I don't know if the ratings take into account. so I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even buy the conversation about the NFL when people you know want to either either worry or boast about the fact that the ratings are down ten percent or whatever they are. It's like, well, how how are they following the game otherwise? Maybe they're not sitting in front of their T V all day. Even I don't all the time anymore. You know, I mean it's not not any one reason. It's just you've got things to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's other ways for me to find out what happened. Where there maybe weren't ten, twenty, thirty years ago. So I don't I don't necessarily put stock in that I think the people that are interested are still coming to the coming to the screen uh, and and engaging somehow Uh, maybe they're just following the Twitter feed while watching you know murder shows on TV with their wife like I do sometimes you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes it's the easiest way to do it you know so yeah, exactly. That's that's a good point. Um, I do want to end this with a with a nice uplifting positive message for Red Sox fans. Okay, I want to, I want to end the, I want to end this with this. and not wait I'll, to I'll hear this. Go. On this day in 1986, Gary Carter's two home runs power the Mets past the Red Sox in Game Four of the World Series, evening the Fall Classic at two games apiece.
1: I can't remember. Was it Nipper or Boyd that pitched that game? It I was one think the it other. was
0: Nipper in game four because I thought yeah. Oil Cam pitched game three.
1: What was the game where Lenny Dykstra basically hit one out to start the game and uh, we we're, were in trouble? That might have been game three. Oh, uh, let's man. see. They all run together after a while. Yeah, All really. I know is I was feeling so good about that series when they won two at Shea. And, and, dang. but then But then the reality is Okay, you got Boyd, who's been a head case all season long.
0: Boyd was game three because he lost to Bobby Ojeda. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, and then Ron and then, Darling beat Al Nipper uh, in game four. Geez,
1: that's, the, that's worse, yeah. Ron Darling. What a tool that guy is.
2: Right. Uh, <laughs> the things he said on the I, broadcast. There's a
1: reason not to camp out in front of your set. It was during the ALCS with Oh Ron my. Darling. Just follow it on. You just follow the satellite radio feed or something. I don't know. He made
2: ridiculous <laughs> statements. He didn't. He didn't have the years right. The team. It was unbelievable.
1: He called Mookie Betts Mookie Wilson yeah? at least oh, yeah. Three times. Yeah.
0: Which uh, is amazing because they're really good. Another one, buddy. Yeah, they're really, they're really good with the. You know, that could probably offend the folks that are smoking because they know the difference between Mookie Wilson and Mookie Betts. That's
1: true. So give them clarity. Yeah.
0: So as you're, as you
1: figured as an ex Ivy leaguer, probably darling was maybe into that. Maybe, maybe I don't know, but since he played for the match, maybe he was into some hard. Oh I boy, know.
0: I wish you, I wish you could have been with me this weekend when I went down to William and Mary for homecoming for the main William and Mary game, Cal. That was you really
1: are. a that, world Traveler, that man.
0: was really. I don't know what's overcome me. The guy who never left Maine is now like, uh, has taken three flights you in the last month and, and a half, yeah. you know, it's craziness, but yeah, it was. You would have really liked that campus, let's just put it that way. You would have been a big, big fan. The, 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 the <laughs> you just, I think you, you know might what have been it in me. jail, but yeah, you, you, have really would, have, liked you it. would have, you would have, you uh, would have, I don't know, you would have, uh, I don't think you would have felt good about the way America's headed, so you know, that's it was pretty. <laughs>
1: It was an yeah, interesting little well, spot. I, I, try to, I try to avoid such college campuses. I, I, total,
0: I totally, totally agree with you. But, yes, no, game three, uh, Mets won 7-1, and then game four was the 6-2 was the, the uh, Mets win. I, won I
1: knew Ojeda was one of them because even back then it was, oh, look at the Red Sox, do pictures like that. <laughs> you know?
0: uh, well, yeah, Lenny Dykstra hit a home run off Steve Crawford in that game as well in the seventh.
1: Oh, Shag, yeah.
0: And oh, then yeah. Carter hit one in the 8th, and he hit one off of Nipper in the 4th.
1: Could that bullpen have been any more of a disaster? Shag Crawford, oh. Joe Sambito, Bob Stanley. Oh, God, they were Calvin so bad.
0: Giraldi. They were so I mean, bad. awful. And, and, and Stanley, just, Giraldi couldn't get anybody awfulous. out. Oh, and by the way, yeah, it was. There was Lenny Dykstra who hit the home run off Oil Can Boyd in the first inning in game 3. So you were you were right. He was 4 for you know, 5 I, in I,
1: that game. You had that bullpen and then the Mets had a Roscoe and McDowell who were almost unhittable. Yeah, and they pitched <laughs> like, every oh, night. It's, it's miraculous really that that series went 7.
0: Yeah, and that was a team by the way in the regular season that won 108 games. You know.
1: Oh, yeah, yes. Coincidence.
0: 108-54. and 54. I'm just throwing that out
1: I there. Admit, I admit, in the back of my mind, I've kind of compared this Red Sox. I've tried to look for parallels with this Red Sox team, and there are none, because that Mets team just was the most obnoxious. Group of them. Oh yeah, they were. It's imaginable. Oh yeah, and they still <laughs> yeah. are, which is you know, and, and, they're yeah, similar oh, yeah, to the '72 dolphins. dolphins. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there is a there is there are parallels there for sure. I mean, Keith Hernandez must just be an insufferable jerk at this point. Oh my God!
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't even. Between the '72 Dolphins, the '85 Bears, and the '86 Mets, I think uh, those would be. Bears.
1: Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, yeah, if, you, if you sit through that whole Ryan it. special on ESPN, you get a feel for that. They're 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 in the 72 Dolphins category, too.
0: Follow them on Twitter, Oxy72. Cal Oaks joins us each Tuesday here on the B-List. Cal, we'll talk to you next week. And uh, uh, guys, uh, who uh, knows how things will be
1: this uh, week, we, week. we may be talking about, the, what, Game 6? Champagne. November. Or
0: we might be talking about where the duck boats Open are headed. the Champagne. Either yeah, way.
1: It'd be, that'd be even better.
0: Uh, All right, see you later, my friend. That's Cal Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky here on the b Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network on the new 105.5 Sports, 105.5 FM, AM 1240 Lewiston, Auburn, and AM 780 in Rumford.